If you've ever watched head football coach Andy Reid on the sideline, you'll notice he's got his headset on and he's always looking at his play sheet. As you can imagine, the Chiefs have a pretty complicated playbook. Well, the devil has a playbook as well, but his playbook is very simple. He has one main play that he runs over and over and over again. The main play of the devil is to try to convince us that God is not our good father. You can't trust God. In fact, he wants us to think God and humanity are in competition. God is your adversary. And so you're going to have to do it yourself. Trust in yourself. This is the play the devil ran against Adam and Eve. He sowed doubt in their hearts. Did God really tell you not to eat the fruit of this tree? What's the implication? Well, if God is your good father, wouldn't he give you everything? Why would he be holding something back from you? You can't trust God. If you want happiness, you're going to have to reach out and grasp it yourself. Well, the devil ran this same play against Jesus as he's being crucified. Soldiers jeered at Jesus and they cried, save yourself. You can't trust your father. Come down from that cross. But Jesus surrendered into the father's hands. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead, destroying death forever. Now, isn't this the same play the devil runs against you and me? You can't trust God. God's not your good father. In fact, if you surrender to him as your king, you're going to lose your freedom. You're going to end up in servitude and slavery. You're better off without God in your life. Those are the lies of the devil. And Jesus came to expose the lies of the devil and to reveal uh, once again and show us the way to the heart of the Father that we can trust our Father. So think about how Jesus now has undone these lies of the devil. You think God is trying to enslave you? Jesus says, I've come not to be served, but to serve. Jesus becomes our slave. God washes our feet. You don't think God wants your happiness? Jesus says, I've come that you might have life and have it to the full. You think God is trying to hold something back from you? Jesus says, here, take my whole life. He gave up everything for you and me on the cross. He gives himself totally to us here in the Eucharist. Everything I have is yours. He shares his divine life with us. Today on this Feast of Christ the King, the Lord is beckoning you and me to accept his lordship in our lives. What is the precondition of accepting Jesus as our King and Lord? Humility, trust. We must have this humble recognition that I'm not God. I can't save myself. I can't do it alone. I need Jesus and I trust in him. How do we do this? How do we really know that we've placed our lives under the lordship of Jesus. Well, first, invite Jesus into your heart. The first word St. John Paul cried out when he became Pope were, be not afraid to open wide the doors of your heart to Christ. Let go of all the distrust. Let go of all the fear. Now, I know I've made Jesus the Lord of my life if I'm trying to truly live my life in accord with his commands, not my own. We live in a very confusing time. Moral relativity reigns where people kind of think, well, I can choose for myself right or wrong. I can decide for myself what's good and evil. But to accept Jesus as Lord means that I'm conforming my life to his commands. Truth comes from God, not myself. 
I know I've made Jesus the Lord of my life if I'm no longer trying to fit God into my schedule, but I've made God my priority and I fit everything else around him. I know I've made Jesus the Lord of my life if I'm if I stop trying to live a double life, trying to straddle the fence, thinking, well, okay, I want to follow Jesus, but I also have all this, these loves for all these false idols, all my attachments. We can only serve one king, and so we have to smash the false idols that we look for happiness in in our lives. You know, to truly make Jesus the Lord of our life means that we want Jesus to reign in every facet of our lives. Yes, Jesus reigns as king in my home, in my workplace, when I'm on vacation, in my social life. Jesus, I place all things under your lordship. I know I've made Jesus the Lord of my life if I'm praying and consciously trying to allow Jesus to lead and guide my life. Jesus, I give you permission to direct my life. Finally, I know I've made Jesus the Lord of my life if I'm living in the truth that I am a beloved child of the Father. A child doesn't try to do it all himself or herself. A child knows his or her dependence on others. A child trusts. Indeed, we must become like children to enter the kingdom of heaven. At the end of time, all things will come under the lordship of Jesus. But we can live in his kingdom now. When we accept Jesus as our king, we lose nothing but gain everything. We become more fully alive. We gain a share in God's divine life. We become a part of something much bigger than ourselves. We become a part of God's family, a part of his kingdom. We are liberated from the fears of clinging for control in our own little ego worlds. Let us open wide the doors of our hearts to Christ as king.